Hello everybody and welcome to the Iron Ninja Podcast. On this podcast, I'm going to invite a different friend of mine for each episode so we can just talk about things and different topics. I'm here with one of my friends already for the first episode. Hello, how are you? Hi, uh, I'm <laughs> I'm doing alright, I guess. Want to go ahead and introduce yourself so the people know who you are, I guess? Um, what, how so, many uh, people listen to this? <laughs> yeah, should I real name or like... Oh, you can use whatever, real name or username. Well, online I go by Gwen. Uh, just simply, that started out as me, quote unquote, cosplaying as a character I really related to at the time, and the name stuck. So I am now, I now have people call me Gwen. Hmm. I used to be called Lego back then when I was Lego Gabe. Oof. Which was pretty cool, but now yeah. I'm Iron Ninja now. So, yeah. Uh, so. Today we have some fun topics, uh, stuff to do with art and story and character writing and music and things like that. So which one would you want to start with? Um, I think I'm going to go in order of the, uh, the, the, the I think let's start with, yeah, let's start with art. All right. So how did you get into art? When did you first start like drawing art or yeah? I think I really started when, well, when really anyone starts drawing, when when you're a child just taking crayons and scribbling on the paper. Yeah. Preschool years. Yep. What kind of art do you do now? Do you do, like, sketches, or do you use digital art, or do you paint? Like, there's many uh, different styles of art out there. I, so, I actually do both traditional and digital for traditional, um, uh, like sketches. Getting a, yes, I do pencil and paper. Uh, medium, yeah, that's the medium I use for traditional. And then I take a picture of it on on my tablet and uh, use Ibis to draw on it. Uh, okay. Usually, I make edits to what this to the sketch because sometimes the camera distorts it and yeah. make changes to it. What and also just of, to add color. What kind of tablet do you use for it? Um, I, I, I'm not even really from remembering what the actual what, name is. Um, what brand is it? Uh, Packard Bell. I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But uh, I like hey, it works. Traditional style myself. I have like sketchbooks full of stuff. Not really full. It's just like ten pages in on one, and another ten pages on another, and the rest <laughs> of it is just empty. I actually have one sketchbook that is almost completely full. I have one page left at the end, and I wasn't sure of drawing into something in there. I was thinking of maybe something special, like all my original characters that I've drawn so far and just, like, one big sketch at the end. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Uh, you have you have your sketchbooks not very full, but all, like, completed images. And for me, my sketchbooks are filled, but most of them are, like, unfinished or things that i started drawing but then just mm, no yeah, i don't think so i remember when i came over one day and then we were drawing pictures and you you were drawing on the last page in your book and you're like this doesn't feel like paper and you were like oh wait that's the back of the book <laughs> yeah uh i have a couple unfinished pictures here and there like some uh, basic sketches and things like that and then a bunch of others are like full portraits so it's very different for me. Mm. So how many uh, 
How many pictures would you say you've roughly drawn in the past uh, year, I guess? Um, I've, <laughs> I've constantly procrastinated this, but I, I don't date my pictures, so I... <laughs> I don't really know when I drew whatever, so I don't really know. I went through all my childhood pictures, and it was super hard for me to put them in chronological order because a bunch of them didn't have dates on it, so that's when I just started dating all my work from then on because I just have to do it because if I don't, then it's all messed up. But then if it's in a sketchbook, then you can kind of tell what's in chronological order. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah. So... But, like, roughly, like, how many pictures would you do you think you've drawn? Uh, hmm. Actually, wait, hold on. I can grab my program I use on my tablet, and it tends... I'm pretty sure it dates the pictures. Yeah. See if it... Come on. Most, most programs where you can create stuff, like, on devices, usually date pictures or videos or whatever you make. While yeah. We, while, we, while we take this time to load, we're going to talk about today's sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Come on, old girl. You got this. There we go. It'd be nice to have a sponsor if anybody wants to sponsor me. Please, please, please. I'll take any sponsors you want. I'm not begging. I'm not begging, but um, I'm totally open for sponsors. Just saying. Let's see what we got. Uh, Info. Let's see. Date, create, creation date, uh, April 23rd, 2022. Let's see how far back this goes. Come on, that's good. There we go. Jeez, I'm... <laughs> I apologize for this. All right, let's try this one. I'm going through April some 11th. pictures right now. I don't really know how many I've drawn in the past year. I'd probably say, I don't know, maybe, whoops, maybe between like 40 or... 30 or 40 maybe that's just like everything in general like little rough sketches here or little stick figures or maybe like a full portrait i have a bunch of like full portrait pictures i could put up some in the video for those viewers out there if you have any pictures you'd like me to put up i you could just send them to me and i could do that maybe some people would want to see them mm, I, I i don't know uh or you don't have to what age did you start, like, finding a passion for art? Like, when you just wanted to, when you got a sketchbook and started, like, drawing good pictures? I think, I think it was really just gradual. Like, just like, I started drawing and it, yeah. Yeah. Started drawing and too. just didn't want to stop. I remember taking, like, a break every now and then, like, just a couple year break, and then, uh, my family got this family tablet one time when we lived uh, in a different house a couple years ago, about like a little over a decade now. And what I did with it was uh, I would steal it and take it up to my room for like a couple days at a time. And my mom would say that her tablet's missing and I would sneak it into my sister's room and then go find it and be like, I found it behind their dresser again for the third time this week. It's always there. And then... But what I did was it was I uh, got onto YouTube and I found this uh, YouTuber called Muffalo Potato who teaches you how to draw with letters and numbers, and I drew lots Ooh. of pictures with that and just showed up showed them to my family and they were wondering where I got all these picture ideas from and where I learned to draw them, 
And then eventually I got busted and they found the towel in my room and then there was the end of that. Oof. So I kind of took like a year break between drawn because I never really found like inspiration on my own. And then uh, later on when we moved into another house, I've always drawn like pictures here and there, but nothing like like following tutorial. And then later on, I found another YouTuber called Draw It Too, and he taught me how to draw like superheroes and stuff. And that's when I learned to draw like normally draw normal people rather than like drawing box figures or stick figures like I used to. And then I picked up lots of skills from those videos and then I eventually started doing stuff on my own. And now all my pictures are created on my own without tutorials, which is a lot better than the tutorial pictures. Hmm. Okay, um not not, not to sidetrack from this, but I finally found an earlier picture from this year and funnily i uh i did a purge a, a bit ago so i'm not quite sure if this is actually the earliest but it's good enough so fun fact this is actually well coincidentally this is the character that i made who is my profile picture right now oh <laughs> yeah who's the pro who's the, who's that character He's his name is uh Espresso. Um and I made him for a fantasy roleplay one time that never really got, went anywhere at all. Um and his idea was the idea behind him was that he the basic world crafting was that uh witches and wizards had familiars uh, that's pretty common. But um, uh, familiars are actually humanoid. And I created Espresso to be the quote-unquote first... Wow, spaced on the word already. First familiar to enter the school and like attend school. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, you do lots and lots of different kinds of role plays, and not just like the same topic, but it moves to like different kinds of settings and time zones. Yeah. Um, and I've been in a couple of them. I remember this one role play where you drew up all of our characters and you put them on cards for us. I still have that card right here. Oh, oh lord. Oh lordy lord. <laughs> yeah, one of the characters I made, his name was Rowan Walker, and... He was based off of my original Lego Sig Fig before it updated to Iron Ninja. And he had some powers, and it was like a superpower roleplay, right? We all had some type of powers. You called them mods. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, the memories. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> and then there was another one we tried, another superhero power, and that was where you came up with the, the other guy, the monkey guy. What was his name? I forgot. I think I think you're talking about uh, Hiko? Yes, him. Yeah. That's, um... when, uh, that's where I got the idea for Glitch, one of my characters. Uh, what happened was I used Iron Ninja for that roleplay, and then I kind of like semi-introduced a character into that roleplay, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to just make that character into somebody and use it myself. <laughs> um. Are you in any current role plays at the moment? Um, well, I've got one that at one point died for quite a while and is being brought back to life. Okay. And I've got one that is still 
somewhat in edits for world crafting, but is going to be started soon, hopefully. Uh, the one that is being brought back from the dead is one about uh, basically Earth, but completely covered in water. Basically, Pirates of the Caribbean, but also fantasy. Oh, okay. Like Pirates of the Caribbean plus D&D. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. Uh, there was another one we were doing, the like the mystery one, the Estranged Adventures. Oh yeah, Estranged Misadventures. That yeah, that one. We need to bring that back. That was that was fun. Yeah, I yeah. like doing those like uh, improv stories because it really gets my brain working. Hmm. I always find it hard to come up with like stories and things like that. Do you ever get like writer's block or artist block whenever you're drawing a picture or creating a story? Um, since I do both, I have experienced both. I absolutely hate it. it. It it is the worst. Yeah. I've been trying to write a book for Iron Ninja. I mean, it was supposed to be a comic, but then when I get to draw in like the little comic panels, I drew three. No, I drew four, and then I've never uh gone on from there. I've wrote a little bit more into the story. I finished a whole chapter. But uh, I keep uh, I keep running out of ideas. I have ideas for the long future for stuff I want in like other comics, but that's like far ahead now or like at the end of the comic and stuff like that. And then <laughs> I can't find what to fit in between and how to get to that point. Yep. Over time, my brain it takes like a couple months for me to finally get an idea. I'm like, I gotta write that down. Write that down. <laughs> that one picture from SpongeBob. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Personally, I think artist block is the most painful of the two because, well, you sit down with the paper, you've got all this inspiration backed right into the back of your brain yeah. and yeah. nothing. It's like it's like those meme pictures like Minecraft. It shows a mansion, what my brain wants to build, and then on the bottom it shows like a dirt hut and it's like what my brain actually builds. Yes. I hate it when that happens. I was going to sit down and draw Captain Falcon from Nintendo, and my brain just, like, pooped out. I'm like, I just don't want to do it anymore. I eventually drew him out of crayon for some reason. I just sat there and just, like, scribbled the outline of the body without even, like, coloring in any uh, any lines. I just imagined the lines were already there. And then uh, I figured that was, like, a pretty quick and easy way to get it out. It was nothing too professional, just something to, like, fill in the moment. Do you ever just, like, sketch whenever you're just bored? Um, not really. I I find that when I'm sketching, it's usually because, A, I have a character that I need to draw, or I saw a neat Pinterest picture and just want to draw something. Or yeah. just spontaneously, out of literally nowhere, it a character just hits me in the head like a brick. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. Well, I don't really... I design the character, like, in my brain, and then eventually, before I draw it, I always need, like, an inspiration. So, if I need to know what their face will look like, I turn it into, like, a Nintendo Me character, or if I want to know what, like, their suit or costume looks like, I'll build it out of, like, a Lego minifigure, and then just kind of draw inspiration from there. Because in my brain, I have, like, a really awesome image of what I want, but it's kind of blurred once I actually start to want to look at it. And then I never know what I want. Mm. It is really hard getting some inspiration for pictures. I always like to draw with references. 
I'm, that's basically what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, speaking of that, um, tips for people who want to start drawing. References people. References people. References. <laughs> I said Trust that, me. I said that in one of my videos when I drew uh, my brother's picture. It was one of the cringiest things I said because I dragged it on for like a minute. And I always skip it whenever I watch the video because I can't relive the cringe. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, it's a good tip. If you want to draw something, you got to know what you're drawing. It is a good tip, yes. But I just like said it over and over and over again. Like I said, mm. I made it halfway through my sentence and then I, my brain pooped out. And so I restarted and said it in like another way at least three times Oof. when that happens. Yeah. Just the mega brain fart moments. So what is um what are some of your most like iconic or memorable characters to yourself? Like whenever somebody thinks of you, if you show them like your pictures, who do they? What character do they immediately think of? Um, what did you think of? I think the answer to that question would be no, because <laughs> I have I sift through a lot of characters. It, it's like um like how children play with toys where they play with one, drop it, see a new one at the store, bring it home, love it for a few minutes, drop it, go get a new one. <laughs> like video games. Yeah, you pick up a new item, you use it for a bit, drop it once you find a better one. No, I meant like, you buy a video game, you play oh. halfway through it, and then you drop it and get another one, and then you play half of that one, and then you drop it and get another one. Yep. Because I just did that. I got Smash Bros, and then I played that for a little bit. I actually still play it a lot. And then I got the new Lego Star Wars. And then once I finished the story mode, I was like, I'm going to go get Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and now I'm not even halfway through Breath of the Wild. I'm like, I want to get Kingdom Hearts now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do you, uh... I think for me, my most memorable or iconic character would definitely be Iron Ninja. But I have quite a bit that, well, not my family would think about or my friends. I think my family or friends would just think of Iron Ninja. But for me, I have quite a bit. Like, I got like six of them, which are just like my main superheroes that I've redrawn over and over and over. Or some of them I haven't drawn at all. Where do you find inspiration for some of your characters? Like, do you see something, something in a movie and you're like, that'd be a cool character? Or like you said, Pinterest? Actually, yes, it's um, movie, movies slash cartoons or shows or other various media, uh, video games and other playthroughs. Of, I don't, <laughs> I don't really get games. I just play watch playthroughs, uh, yeah, and then yes, Pinterest. There are a lot of old Nintendo, or not old, but a lot of Nintendo games that I want to play because I need to learn about all these characters from Smash Bros, and uh, I don't really have the time or money to play all those games and i started thinking i could just watch somebody else play them exactly it'd be it's free i mean the only thing it takes up is time that's about it what about story writing are there any stories that you are currently working on um or like do you write stories other than role plays do you like write books or something no but i am i would like to do that at some point do you, do you have like a story in mind for that future some point time book? I think if I'm ever going to write a story, it's going to be one of my role plays. Oh uh, yes, that's a great way to draw inspiration. Yeah, because like, well, 
it, it makes the sorry <laughs> yeah go ahead to me it makes the interactions more human yeah i i personally find it difficult to write different personalities and so if i can get another person to write the story with me that really helps me out and they bring new and interesting ideas to the table definitely it's it's a lot better doing it with friends because like you said they're just different people than you they think differently so you get different kinds of characters and story arcs have you ever thought of like any original story arcs like nothing too cliche or like you know what's gonna happen um I've, i've got this one um i kind of have to go into a little bit of context if if you don't mind that's fine so in this, this is the other roleplay I mentioned. I'm not going to dive too much into the lore because there's a lot of it. But basically, if Sherlock Holmes went to Hogwarts... Um, oh yeah, you told me about this one. Oh yeah. Oh right, yeah. Um, well, I mean, you didn't really tell me about it, but you invited me to the roleplay. Right. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sorry, but I forgot to uh, share with you the world building stuff. But here's a little sneak peek into what what I have in plan, what, huh, what I have planned and in store. So in this world, there is a cult called the Followers of Tahira. And, well, they, they just really cause, they just wreak havoc and do crime. Um, they don't really do much, except for their leader, who is this absolute fanatic. And he has been constantly searching for immortality and one of the forms of magic in this world is cursed items cursed items are objects that hold either a consciousness or a soul of someone uh, for example a cursed item containing a consciousness is sort of like sleep paralysis where you can see you can view the world but you cannot interact with it but then a cursed item containing a soul, uh, it basically allows you to do what what a cursed item containing consciousness does, except you're allowed to in- interact based on your item. Like, for example, again, um, the diary of uh, Tom Riddle from Harry Potter. Harry wrote something into the diary, and it got absorbed, and Tom made a response. That's an example of how one an item containing a soul would work. Okay, so like uh, ghost possessed it, kind of. Uh, sort of. I, I, a little confused, but you've got the right idea. Got the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I have an idea for the one of the story climaxes being that the cult leader finally gets the secret to how to create a cursed item, because it's really little known. Very, very little known. But anyway, he, he gets this, and he turns himself into a cursed item, and we just see in the background this giant mechanical beast just rising out of the ground, oh, and like, ha ha, I've done it! But then he just starts falling apart, and he's like, what's going on? What the heck? My science team, what's wrong with you? And they're like, dude, we told you it's not ready. Nerds, fix this. <laughs> it's like Garmin on from the Ninjago movie. Yes. 
so so after he's done tumbling down, he's like, no, I've been defeated, and it's not even by you guys. And after after that, uh, we talk to the the followers, and they're like, yeah, no, um, we're sorry for what we've done. We were just really enthusiastic about this guy, but he's really just this abusive dude. We don't like him anymore, so uh, we're just gonna go our separate ways and do good things. So uh, bye. And they just flee from the cops. Yep. Yeah, uh, we don't know that guy. Yeah, uh, he's not related to us at all. We have nothing to do with him, so we're just gonna uh, slip on out of here. See ya. My name's Incredibly. I'm not affiliated with you. <laughs> Where does Sherlock Holmes comes in? Come into this? Or is it actually like gonna be Sherlock Holmes? Or is it like? I'm uh, glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. This actually um, includes one of my characters. He is going to be a detective, but using magic. Well, not really detective, but per, uh, personal investigator. Private eye? Yeah. So, by magic, he can, like, use a spell to, like, uh, uncover somebody's footprints, or see their fingerprints, or what they left behind, stuff like that? Well, you see, uh, the magic system I've uh, devised is complicated yet at the same time simple uh unlike harry potter or gandalf's magic the magic system is very flexible uh you don't need to do any special movements or say any special words you can just cast magic like um, the force in star wars eh uh, you, uh you've, you've seen uh images well not images but clips in harry potter where people cast spells but say nothing they, they have to like Oh, yeah, I, that was always confused me. Yeah, basically... The, the class where they teach them how to say Wingardium Leviosa properly, but then you, again, you got the other people who just flick their wand and then pew! Yup. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty simple that way. But you're limited as to the fact that there isn't a spell for literally every occasion. So, I've also limited it, limited it so that um, you can't cast more than one spell or have more than one spell active. So, for instance, uh, you could have th there could be there are a muting spell and an invisibility spell. The invisibility spell well makes you invisible, but you you can still create sound. Muting is the other way around. You can cast one or the other, but you can't cast both at the same time. Invisibility would be good to sneak into the movie theater, and Mutant is good to stay in the seats and watch the movie. Yes, I, I guess. <laughs> the example what I would have used would be more cooler, but hey, at least you got it. <laughs> What's the cooler example? Um, say you're infiltrating a base. Uh, if you're farther away from the main area, invisibility would be best. But once you're up in close next to the guards, Mute is best because you can hide behind things and they won't see you but they will definitely hear you just hide behind the bushes the potted plants the water coolers stuff like that <laughs> you can see me. pretend to be a statue yeah what other uh, they... spells are there in your universe um that's that's another thing i've really left the amount of magic up in the air cuz Again, I've made it simple enough to understand that you can't have a spell for every occasion, again. So, 
really you can do whatever you want within reason. So, like, there's an infinite number of, like, what you can do, but you can't do it all at the same time, and it's limited. I suppose. I, I guess... I'm confusing, but I think I got it. Yeah. But just in case. Tell me the whole thing again, I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh blah, 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 proper name, place name. Exactly, <laughs> stuff. Uh, well, I mean... I'm not quite sure how to explain it without just repeating myself. Uh, oh no, I got it, I got it. Alright, yeah. That was just uh, the meme, little meme. Yeah. God, this so, is so fun, I've never actually been on a podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone hosted my own. Uh, let, let me turn the question to you. Do you have anything going on uh, story-wise? Uh, yeah, I've been working on, like I said, the Iron Ninja story. I've only got, like, a chapter in so far. And after a while, after, like, I took a big break from it, my brain is like, you know what, that idea is kind of dumb because it doesn't really make sense, so I'm going to redo it. And I did redo (laughs) it, and it makes a lot more sense now. But uh, I'm having trouble thinking of, like, the, the villain and how he gets his powers or and how he becomes a villain because that's always the hardest part. You know, it's easy to create the hero, but it's hard to create a villain with a reason to become the villain. Yeah. Most villains in movies are heroes in their own eyes, except for Joker. He just does it for fun. But yeah, I was thinking of like having like a crime boss, like uh, s- somewhere in like another country, and then the heroes are like taking out like little petty thefts in here or there, and then they get involved with some of the crime boss gang or goons and then all of a sudden they keep getting involved but they don't know about it and then the crime boss is like okay time for me to go deal with stuff and he has his powers from his scientist team like your guy and uh he ends up uh beating them up and then the heroes have to learn to work together and stuff like that i also had another idea for one of my other characters glitch uh he is supposed to be around like mid 20s. He's a video game tester with one of his best friends. I don't know his friend's name, or I haven't created a name for his friend, but uh, Glitch's name is John Hill. And what they do is they go to test out this new video game that has been created with like this new concept, you know, like kind of sucking them into the game where they get to play, kind of like Jumanji or some other shows. Ready Player One? Kind of, yeah, I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know. Ah, okay. <laughs> but what happens is they get in the game, and they get stuck in there for about a week, and then John finds a way to escape, and he's somehow snatched one of the video game uh, weapons with him, and he has it in real life now, which doesn't really make sense as to how it works, but it does. And he also now has these powers where he can glitch around and teleport. But his friend is stuck in there, and they couldn't seem to get him out. And then years later down the line, his friend does get out, and he's mad at, his, at, um, at John because John didn't come to help him, and now he wants revenge. And that's kind of Ooh. what I got for there. And he also has a similar powers as Glitch, and I've n- kind of named him Buzzkill because I got the idea from uh, a friend who built a little sig fig, and I was like, I could use that. And so he's kind of like a green character with, like, wings. I haven't drawn him up yet. I might have a picture I could put up on screen. But Mm. that's where I got the idea for Buzzkill. And then he also teleports around has a video game weapon. I thought that was pretty cool. Cool. There's many other different stories that I have for all these heroes I've created. Uh, They came 
the main reason I created these characters was because my grandma just out of nowhere was like, hey, can you make me a story of me and all the, my grandkids saving the day or something, all having power or something like that. And I was like, oh, you want a comic? No, she asked for a comic strip is what she wanted. I'm like, I'm going to make you a movie. And so I, I was like, I'm going to make a whole stop motion movie out of Lego. And so I started coming up with ideas. I got on a phone call with her and we started coming up with ideas. And I drew blanks and I couldn't figure out what to do. And eventually I made all my siblings and all my cousins uh, into characters with powers. But not really powers, like more like uh, technology and suits and stuff like that. And then one day out of the blue I was like, I'm going to draw them. So I started with one of my sisters, and I got this new um, this artist mannequin at the time, and so I wanted to test that out. And I used it on one of my sisters, but she's supposed to be like you know a small child, and the mannequin's made for an adult. And so I ended up drawing the character as an adult, and I didn't want to do the face because I'm I'm bad at faces, and it was in like a small scale, so it's hard for me to do tiny details. And then. I was like, I'm just going to put a helmet on this character. And it came out to be somebody completely different from my sister. And I was like, what if I turn that into somebody else? And then I did it again with my other sister. It doesn't look like her, but it looks like somebody else. And so I took that character design and the other one, and I turned them into superheroes. Along with my cousin, I grabbed that character design. And my other sister is also... So I, I used all these concepts for my heroes, and then uh, I decided to upgrade the story to make it where Iron Ninja is Gabe, or me, and he is at his grandma's house with all of his sisters and his cousin, or his cousins, and one of his cousins is uh, older than him, and he's actually an adult and in the military, but uh, he's no longer in the military, but that's where he gets his skills from because he's one of the heroes. And they go exploring the woods, and they find this ancient artifact that awakens this character who is kind of like, think of like Poison Ivy, but evil. Well, Poison Ivy's already evil. But um, <laughs> kind of like the, uh, like she wants to, you know, take over the world or something like that. And so she uses vines to, like, possess these characters and make them evil. And so she grabs Gabe, and or Iron Ninja, and then makes him evil. And I actually drew up an evil version of him a while back for a Minecraft uh, thing I was doing. I might talk about that in a future episode with a different friend because he'll know more about it. But mm. with that, uh, that's the first time I actually drew Iron Ninja rather than Lego Gabe because Lego Gabe was my original character and he just had like guns and swords kind of like Deadpool. But Iron Ninja is somebody completely different. He's like Batman, Iron Man, and a ninja all in one. And this is where I got the idea of, like, making him into a superhero. And then that's where I got the idea of making him the possessed air, uh, the possessed person. And I was thinking, what if all the heroes are possessed except for uh, Gabe's cousin, which uh, the, the guy from the military, his name would be Trigger, his superhero name. And he has to lead all the little kids, and they get their technology, and then they start fighting all the possessed characters and the possessed characters aren't as skilled as their normal as they were before because you know the the evil villain doesn't know how they fight or how they work so their skill kind of drops a lot so that's how the kids are able to fight them they're kind of like zombies basically think of like the zombies from what if uh have you seen what if the marvel what if on disney plus 
Hello? Yeah, sorry. Uh, oh. <laughs> Mother Dearest just entered my room. Okay. Uh, Do you need a minute? Yeah, no, she, she's gone. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was another uh, design I had, which I... Or, not a design, but like a story I had, which I thought was pretty cool. Lots of really cool, interesting stories I have. I always tell Me. my mom about these stories whenever I come up with them, and then somehow I just start shaking. Like, I get all jittery, and I start shaking like I just hyped up on coffee. <laughs> which is so weird, because that happens whenever I tell my mom about something that goes on in my bedroom. Whenever, so, stuff that she doesn't really know about, and then when I start telling her, like, about my stories or my characters... Or what happened on my Minecraft server, I start to shake and get all jittery for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I get that. So we, got about 20, we got about 20 minutes left. Uh, about. You, you also want to talk about music, I saw. Like, yeah. enjoying listening to music. What kind of music do you like to listen to? Um, I think the term would be EDM. Not. I've been told that there is a lot of genres of the electrical music and techno is not the right term for any of it mm -hmm. so trolls so, got it wrong i i don't i don't know um <laughs> but i'm just gonna go the safe route and call it edm okay uh what kinds like dubstep or like chill lo-fi or thing the thing with my music taste is it is all over the place I'm, I'll, I'll just simplify it with two, um, uh, what, what's the word? Two, 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 two kinds. There we go. Uh, two kinds. The, the songs that I like and the songs that I don't like. <laughs> so which are the ones you don't like? Um, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have that too. I also, I have a playlist on my Spotify with... Lots of liked songs, and over time I grew tired of all the songs, and I didn't I didn't get to hear the songs that I did like because there's like 300 songs on here. So I made another list of just the ones that I like at the moment, and that's what I normally listen to. But I have a lot of like indie, like nerdcore kind of stuff, which is like lots of independent people who don't who aren't very famous. Hmm. I'm going through it like one, two, three, four, five, count six. I'm counting the the, not the songs, but like the people. There's uh, oh, there's quite a oh my gosh, there's a lot of like, indie songs in here. I mean, there is the occasional like popular song here and there, but I don't like to have like the normal, uh, music like that everybody else listens to, like pop. Yeah. So I do like pop, but. Just not like the the normal stuff that plays on the radio. Mm. I did have a phase where I went through like old rock, like Star Lord style music. And there's just like at least 20 songs in a row on the playlist, just one after the other. And then you got BTS Dynamite just in the middle, out of nowhere. Like you could be listening to Come and Get Your Love, and then it'll be Dynamite, and then I'll go on to like Blame It on the Boogie. Just, <laughs> just out of nowhere. I also went through a phase where I like to listen to, like, epic songs, like epic remixes. Have you ever heard of Two-Way? No, I have not. They make, like, epic remixes of songs, like, um, I'm looking through right now. 
Uh, lots of really, like, stuff. Um, looking through right now. Oh, wait, I gotta keep, I gotta keep going. Where, where did I get into that? Oh, yeah, so, like, toxic and smoke on the water and, uh, other stuff. And they also make some League of Legends music, too, I think. Hmm. Which is pretty cool. But yeah, I went through a phase of that. So I was just like bringing in the groceries and it would just be like epic, like movie trailer music just blasting in my earbuds. And then, and then you know. Oof. So that, and then, so it's very spread out with the different kinds of songs and different phases. So that's why I have the other playlist. Mm. My beginning stuff, I believe I was 12 when I made my first place. Um, it was. Wow, I was even listening to like the indie songs back then as well. <laughs> the very first song uh, was from a YouTuber called Nerd Out, and they make lots of like video game and movie music. And then, when did I get my first like popular song? I got Pumped Up Kicks, Seven Nation Army, and then it goes into like a small techno phase where it's just like two songs, Alone from Marshmallow, and then The Spectre by Ellen Walker. And then it goes into just like a bunch of random stuff. I have a lot of random, a lot of random stuff in here. My goodness, <laughs> it's not just like one genre; it's like a whole bunch of different kinds of stuff. What kind of music have you been into back then? When did you start listening to music? Like around what age were you like? I'm just gonna like listen to music whenever I do things. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure if that was the right answer. Yeah, I, I don't think there was ever. I don't. For anything I like, I don't think there was ever like a moment where it just clicks. I think it was just all gradual. Yeah. Like it just started with a few songs I liked, and then went into more songs I liked, and then finding more songs. Yeah. My mom had a playlist uh, on her iTunes laptop way back then. And we always listen to it every one, or not like once in a while, but like during chore time or like just a night after dinner, we just start blaring the music and jumping around the living room. I always remember those times to be like sweaty and full of rocking houses and stuff. It was very, <laughs> it was very like a upbeat moments, but she had a playlist of stuff that she played on her wedding. There was lots of like good upbeat songs in there. And um, when my dad got a new phone he gave his old one to me as a hand-me-down and it came with his old pandora and he was still logged into the account i didn't know that though but i would always listen to the kids bop station or the alvin and the chipmunk station because that's just what i listened to at the time and i always had like those little string earbuds that i popped in my ear or like the little small uh, headphones or something that i would walk around and listen to and there'd be all these other stations that I thought were automatically on there. And I didn't know what they were. I didn't know what kind of music they played. So I deleted them all. All of them. Ooh. And still connected. It was my dad's account. And I didn't know that. So he goes on to his Pandora to listen to music while he's at work. And he ends up getting Alvin and the Chipmunks and Kids Bob. He's like, where's <laughs> all my other music? And so that's when I made my own playlist. Or not playlist, but a Pandora account. And that's when I got my the rest of my family into Pandora. So now my mom has one. My sisters have an account. And 
It got a little frustrating over time because the music was never really what I liked. It was never able to be controlled, and you always had to like pay for Pandora Premium or something like that. It was mm. almost like radio stations. And then years later, I ended up just making myself a playlist on YouTube, and that's uh, when I started listening to all that music that I do now. And then I got Spotify, which is a lot better than Pandora, in my opinion, because you can make your own playlist, and you can only get those songs if you want. And you don't have to listen to something you don't want to. Or you can, which is it's totally different. But uh, I imported all that music onto there. One by one, I had to sit there on my phone, because I didn't have my computer at the time, and I was just going one song at a time. I actually kept switching tabs and remember which one was what, and what order they went in. Because for me, it was always had to be in chronological order of how I got it. And one day, scrolling through my YouTube, I messed it up, because you can actually slide your songs to be in manual order. And yep. I once I put it back... I couldn't fix the the way the songs went, and so every time I had a new song, it would appear at the top, and I had to drag it all the way to the bottom, <laughs> like a hundred songs. And that was yeah. always such a tedious process. Yeah, there's actually a way you can uh, f- uh, sort your playlists. Yeah, you can, you can pick what order they go in. Yeah, I know that. What? I, well, I ah. forgot to, I forgot to mention. No, no, I accidentally deleted the song off the playlist. Is what happened. Ah. So when I put it on, I didn't want it to be number 100 because it was supposed to be like number 20 or something like that. And you do you ever like hear a song and always listen to them in the same order and the rest of the song is over, you just know what's coming next? I think I got into that at one point. Yeah, so that's what I always, that's why I like to keep in chronological order of how I uh liked them because when they moved around, it was something different. I was like, "No, that's not what I wanted to hear." But now I've just put it on shuffle because, you know, I have the mix of just the ones that I do like. Yeah. and Okay, uh, somewhat going off topic, but at the same time not going off topic. Um, <laughs> there's this game that I recently found that uh, is kind of old, but still relatively new to me. Uh, it's called No Straight Roads. <laughs> this is not an ad, by the way. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just highly praising it. It's basically a uh, action adventure game mixed with rhythm. It, it's really, really cool, and the music is just chef's kiss. Oh, this looks pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the poster, and it looks cool. I like the vibrant colors of it. Uh, going back to character writing, I've, I've. I've had this absolute desire to want to create a uh, an OC for this game, but I have no idea what I'm going to do for it yet. Can you put in like custom characters in this game, or no? Um, I I don't <laughs> I don't have the game, but oh okay, d- just making an OC for my own use. Yeah. Um, I've been getting into Nintendo a lot recently. After I got Super Smash Bros, I've become a big fan and that was in like a span of a couple months but before that i was into lots of nintendo music because i've always had nintendo stuff growing up like a, i've always had a ds or a wii and then one day my dad came home with a nintendo switch he's like here you won this in the six flags raffle and i was like no way which actually happened i did win it so 
<laughs> that was very lucky because if not, then I'd probably still be playing on my glitchy broken DS with the cracked screen. With like the only couple games that I have. But uh, mm. Nintendo Switch is very fun. Nintendo's really cool. Uh, but like I said, lots of really cool music that uh, comes out of those songs. Like lots of chill, uh, nice background music. I've actually started to use... Or the first one I was going to use in a video was my first uh, time-lapse speed build, which was the Kai Fighter from Ninjago Legacy. So it was the new one, not the old one. And I used the Onet theme from Earthbound. And when I uploaded the video, it got copyright struck. And I was like, that's right. Of course, I forgot about copyrights. So Oof. I had to replace it with some of the YouTube music. And my sister was watching. She's like, why are you listen? Why is there like runway model music on here? I'm like, that's what YouTube gave me. I couldn't pick. <laughs> but uh, if you keep it quiet enough under and you talk over it, uh, the YouTube bots won't be able to hear it, and then they won't copyright you for it, which I've yeah done. I, th I think also if you, like, credit the, the original creators, I think that also helps. I tried. I don't think it works. I mean, you can, like, say that it goes to them, but Nintendo, it doesn't work for Nintendo because they're, like... I they're like and I don't like Nintendo at the same time. I like the, the games they come out with and stuff like that, but when... When you just hear, like, even five... You can just go, like... And the police is going to be, like, busting through my door. You can't play that song that's copyrighted. Oh, here they go. FBI, open up. And then it just goes to that clip of, like, all the FBI coming in through the roof. <laughs> smashing yes. the pots and things like that. You hear your door bust down, and it you just hear... Yeah! <laughs> and, and they're not Bling! yeah they're just like animation I was like yeah <laughs> they come in with like their fancy characters Mario comes through Mario's not as you know as like scary as Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse is like the one people normally use for like the Monopoly or the Disney Monopoly hmm. whenever you see a meme about Disney monopolizing something they'll always use Mickey Mouse yeah which Seems to fit. I mean, if Mickey Mouse didn't have gloves, he'd be a lot scarier because he's a mouse, right? They're supposed to have claws. So he's going to have claws underneath those gloves. We just don't see them. Mm. how much scarier you'd look after that. I mean, all you got to do is just put on, put on some nail polish. Get a pedicure. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, manicure. There we go. That's the right word. Uh, we got about, like, another minutes left was there another any other topics you want to talk about or something you want to go back into uh uh, uh <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know what about movies do you watch movies a lot yes i do what kind of movies all sorts i'm mostly into animated movies for some reason i guess i'm still a kid at heart i believe everybody is once they Eat a bowl of Cheerios. Yep. It's <laughs> probably why my grandpa still eats Captain Crunch. Mm. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of cereal? Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't I'm really gonna have. Up, I'm gonna look up that brand. Yes, O's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have one specific favorite type. I I just. I basically just eat whatever is in my bowl. 
within so, reason. So you could put like a bunch of Cheetos and milk in your bowl and you'd eat them? That is exactly why I said within reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, th- talk, talking about the Cheerios thing, it, it just reminds me of, of a thing that whenever they do something differently with their box covers, like uh, when they crossed over with Overwatch, like you missed the perfect opportunity to call them Lucy O's instead of Lucio O's. Or even worse, Oreo O's. Just call them Oreos. Excuse me. Oreo O's. Like I'm just I'm I'm offended. I'm I I feel offended at that that it's like you didn't do that. Oreo O's. Oreo O's. Oreo O. Or you could be a furry and call it Oreo O. I'm sorry. That would probably be the easiest way to say it though. But, I mean, yeah. yeah, but, like, it looks like it's supposed to be pronounced Oreo-O as separate. What uh, was that, that brand you said at the beginning? Yes. Furry <laughs> yeses. Yes, yos. Cinnamon toast, yes. Cinnamon, uh, no, cinnamon yes, crunch. Yes, loops. Uh, yesy, pe- yesy pebbles. <laughs> uh, yesy puffs. <laughs> Wait. You can't. How do you tell the difference between the chocolate, like the cocoa puffs version of Yes Puffs, and the Reese Puffs version of Yes Puffs? They're both Yes Puffs. Yes. I guess, I guess chocolate or uh, no cocoa puffs would be Yes Puffs, and then Reese's would be Yesy Puffs. But then that doesn't sound like Yes anymore. Yeah. You have to put two. And then yeses. The, yeah, and then like the Fruit Loops flavor would instead of be called Yes Loops, they would be Yas Loops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love how we go and we started like deep character conversations, and it's like yes, loops. Yes. We're going loopy at the end of the video. Quite. We're all mad down here. What about video games? You've been playing video games recently. What kind? Of, have you have you gotten any new games recently, or you just like watch um, the walkthroughs or the gameplays, like you said? No, I. Well, I mean, I haven't gotten any new games. Uh, I did replay an old series that I absolutely adore. That way, I could watch the movie version and be even more disappointed. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. I really want to see like a live-action Kirby movie, but I feel like if they did it, they'd give him like deep voice, like they do with Detective Pikachu. <laughs> they would just ruin it. Or they'd pull that marketing ploy with Sonic. Yeah. Did you see Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I started it, and the flossing came on, and I was just like, nope, nope, second, you're done. You're done. The second movie or the first one? The second. What? It's, so, was... oh, it's a lot better than the first one, that's for sure, because it's a lot more than just, like, uh, them running across the country looking for rings. This has to do with uh, more lore connections, and you get to hear more about the deep lore behind Sonic. After the floss, uh, the floss is a little cringe at the beginning, but after that, it's it gets a lot better. All right, I'll, I guess I'll give it a watch. But I, I swear I to God, if I see more flossing, I'm going I, to just delete. I don't remember if there is there is a dance battle. I remember there's a dance battle, but I don't remember if there's flossing. Or not. I think no, I don't think so. Maybe I have no clue. I don't remember it. I saw it with my brother for his birthday. I took him to the theater to see it. We had mm. a walk down there because our cars were. 
in the garage getting a tune-up, and so we had to walk down. It was only like five minutes away by car, that is. Nice. So, yeah, well, that was fun. I, don't know, I, I liked it a lot better than the first one. Um, what about Ugly Sonic? What are your thoughts on the original animation design? Absolutely not. You're <laughs> done. You're done. Did you see the new Chip and Dale yet? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, well, here's a little spoiler. Ugly Sonic appears in that movie. <laughs> and he's, like, uh, not a main character, but, like, a main side character, like, at the end of the movie, which is weird. <laughs> he keeps biting his tongue from his human teeth. Bruh. And he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not the same voice. He sounds like a, like, uh, I don't know, like a guy in, like, his late 30s. Like a scruffy voice and stuff. Oh god! He's got a beer I... belly too, which is even worse. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thanks. I'm good. I've I've seen a lot of cursed things. I don't need any more. There's so many good uh, references in that movie, though. My mom didn't like it because she said it ruined her childhood because they didn't have the same voices and because Chip and Dale were not the same Chip and Dale she remembered. But uh, mm. there was a cool Seth Rogen cameo because he's one of the main characters in the movie or one of the bad guy henchmen. And when he's at the Comic-Con, he gets greeted by Pumbaa from The Lion King, who is played by Seth Rogen, and then Mantis from Kung Fu Panda, who's played by Seth Rogen, as well as Bob from Monsters, Inc. And they all start talking about his goofy eyes, which I, which I thought was funny. That was like my Avengers Endgame moment for Seth Wait, Rogen. Bob, Ma I, I'm no, just... No, not Monsters, Inc. No, Monster vs. Aliens, I meant. There we go. <laughs> I always mess that up. <laughs> It was weird. It was so cursed seeing Mantis in like live action 3D animation though. Oh, oh that, no! That's one I... thing they messed up. Bob was fine. Pumbaa was fine, but uh, Mantis was weird looking. <laughs> Mantis was one of those creations that should never have been created. I know there's lots of characters with the name Mantis. You got Mantis from Kung Fu Panda, uh, Mantis from Marvel, who was. An alien with antenna, and then there's Mantis in DC, which not a lot of people know about. But I know about like a bunch of like deep lore characters for these movies from the Lego games, and so I don't really know much about them. All I know is they looks like some kind of king. Hmm. Lots of Mantis characters. Maybe I should make one. Have you made any like goofy character designs? Like um, like somebody who's just like makes no sense at all, and they're just funny. I don't think so. I created one. I was thinking of, I was thinking, I was talking with my sister about how I would love to see Luis and Korg and Drax have a conversation in Marvel. And then I was like, what if they have just like a random funny character who just shows up? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make that random funny character. And I came up with an idea for Taco Man. He's like, doesn't make sense at all. So, like, all the other superheroes have their own cool backstories as to how they get their powers. But Taco Man is just, like, so weird and so goofy. Like, he just falls into, like, a vat of hot sauce or something like that. Something <laughs> weird. And then he just goes around and he can, like, pull off infinite tacos from his chest like Moon Knight. Or he can shoot burritos out of his fist. and Or have, like, a boomerang sombrero hat. And he has, like, the the classic mustache. And it's, so, uh, not, not really talk. Sorry. So not really Taco Man, but Mexico Man? Kind of. Well, Mexico. Yeah, well, I like Taco Man because he has, like, tacos on his chest, like, as the emblem. 
Mm. Also, he'll give him, like, burrito gauntlets, but that's too, like... That's too tactical. He needs to be more goofy. <laughs> kind of like Food Boy. Have you ever seen that movie on Netflix? No, I have not, and I immediately do not like the sound of it. <laughs> I don't remember it. All I remember is that he could shoot food from his hands. <laughs> it was like a family generation thing that was passed down to him, and his grandma had to teach him how to control it. It was weird. He started he was like, like doing a speech at football and shot like ham and mustard at everybody. And then everybody loved it. It was so weird. I feel like President Business from a Lego movie. That sounds dumb. <laughs> and, and then me, I'm like Middlebeard. Right, we need more ideas like it. Ideas so dumb and bad, nobody could ever think it could possibly be useful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we've been going on for about a minute already. You want to do the outro? Or you want to call it there? Or not a minute, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we've been going on we going on for 60 seconds time to end the podcast it's a very long minute <laughs> yes um i yeah i guess i'm good here all right well i gotta write down my notes i gotta i don't know what to say i don't know what to say <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening or watching this podcast um i'm probably only going to be up on my second youtube channel because i don't have access to putting it up on Spotify or anything like that. But if you guys have watched it and made it this far, comment, uh, comment, Taco Man. And <laughs> I, true fans would talk, would comment that. And if you are a true fan, then you get a high five. So, yeah, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening or watching, and make sure to like and subscribe, and see you guys later, I guess. Wait, the comment. next podcast coming up soon. Comment hashtag Taco Man for a shout-out. Yeah, I'll show you on the next podcast if anybody <laughs> comments that. Yes. All right, bye.